You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. This morning I want to minister a message that's really going to encourage you. In a world that is unstable, unsteady, where we've experienced a lot of shaking in 2020, God wants you to have a steady heart in an unsteady world. There's so many things happening around us. The whole corona pandemic, people's lives, livelihood has been affected by this. In an unsteady world, God wants you to have a steady heart. Family, the truth is, what's shaking you is what you are seeing, what you are believing, what you are confessing. For your faith to be constant, to be stable, to be steady, needs to be based on something That's constant. That's the same. And the Bible teaches us in the book of Hebrews that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's never going to change. He's the same loving God, the same God that wants to help you, the same God that came to this earth to show us a more excellent way. Our faith needs to be based on that which is constant. So many people have placed their faith in their faith. But your level of faith can change every day. But when your faith is in Jesus Christ, it's the same yesterday, today, and forever. True belief requires of us to change our attitude, to know and believe that God is trustworthy and that He is going to do what He said. I mean to trust His promises. Remember, Mary in the book of Luke chapter 1, turn there, Luke, Luke chapter 1 verse 34, the angel appeared to her. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also, that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. When we look at this, it's a situation that is impossible. From a natural point of view, from a human point of view, it is impossible for Mary to be pregnant. She asked the question, How are you going to do it? How is this going to happen? And the angel answers her and said, The Holy Spirit will overshadow you. Family, that which is impossible with man is possible with God. A matter of fact, the angel told her, Your cousin who was barren, who couldn't have children, from a natural point of view, it's dead. There's no new life that can come into her body. The Holy Spirit has touched her life. She's with the child. And he's going to do exactly the same for you. Mary answered these words with wisdom. And she said, let it be according to your word. Family, if you want a steady heart, You're going to have to allow the word of God, according to James. You have to receive the word of God with meekness into your heart. 
Because that word is the ability to save your soul. Remember the book of James, it's a Christian writing to Christians. It's not to unbelievers, not to the world. It's writing to Christians and he's saying, Christians, open your heart. Allow the word of God to dominate your heart. Receive it with meekness. It's going to change your way of thinking. Family, you have a friend in the Holy Spirit that wants to help you with your impossibilities. So often we try to do things in our own strength instead of doing it with the help of the Holy Spirit. Remember, even God the Father, when he was busy creating, he did not speak one word into existence until the Holy Spirit was on the scene. In Genesis 1 verse 1, we can see in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. When we hear those words, it sounds like 2020. It had no form. It was void. There was darkness. Right now, maybe in your life, you were heading in a direction where God was doing a lot of things, and your life had form, it had direction, it had fullness. You had seen the light of God in your life in every area. And now suddenly you're experiencing, there's no form in my life. It's void. There's darkness. Family, those things, it's not a threat to the Holy Spirit. He's not embarrassed by those things. Matter of fact, when you continue to read verse 2, it says, And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Verse 3, Then God said, Let there be light. Let there be light. Family, when the Holy Spirit is there, and you start to speak things into existence, things will start to change. You have to change your attitude concerning your situation. God looked at the earth when he was busy creating. What he saw, darkness, void, no form. But the Holy Spirit was there, and he started to declare the word of God. I want to encourage you in your situation. Maybe you're looking at this here and you think, where's the form? It looks void. Is things going to change? I want to encourage you that you have a friend in the Holy Spirit. You have a friend in the Holy Spirit that's not embarrassed by your situation. Remember David, the psalmist. Psalm 23, he said, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me, God. Family, a valley speaks of the lowest place. A valley. David said, I'm not just in a valley, but I feel the shadow of death, this darkness hanging over me, pressing against me. He said, but I'll fear no evil. I'll have a steady heart in this unsteady world, in my valley, because I know God is with me. This is the secret. This is the promise. In an unsteady world, you can have a steady heart because God is with you. The same David, he was the one on the battleground who had a steady heart. When all of Israel had an unsteady heart, their world was shaken by this giant. Are you facing a giant right now? I want to tell you that your heart can be steady. David knew he was not a giant slayer, but he knew he had a friend 
in the Holy Spirit who disposed of giants. How do I know that? Because in Psalm 51, it says, Do not cast or take your presence from me. Do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Family, he knew his strength, his stability was in the Holy Spirit. When we look at David's life, David only experienced the Holy Spirit upon him. But you can experience him within. Will there be giants this year? Yes, there'll be giants. But God is going to be with you. The Holy Spirit, your friend, who disposes of giants, is there to help you, to assist you. So whatever giant you are facing, you can have stability in your heart. God can change impossibilities into possibilities. But you're going to have to put your trust in God. The Holy Spirit wants to penetrate your heart. Why? So that his ability can become your ability. In the same way that Jesus walked upon this earth with a steady heart in an unsteady world, he wants you to experience that peace. He said, I'm not giving you the peace of this world, but I'm giving you my peace, my stability. Remember, the things that God values most about you is beyond human comprehension. For in our hearts, we are made to be like God. God wants you to have that same steadiness, a steady heart in an unsteady world. Even if you are feeling weak right now, even if you feel like, I don't have faith, even if you feel like, I cannot trust, I want to encourage you. Remember, I'm not busy with giving you wishful thinking. I'm not giving you a temporary solution. I'm giving you the truth, the reality of what Jesus Christ has done. If you are feeling weak, if you are feeling down, if you are feeling low, you have a helper. You have a friend in the Holy Spirit. Paul said in the book of Corinthians, he said, we can do nothing against the truth but for the truth. The truth is, Jesus came to this earth to die for you. Jesus came and he conquered sin. He conquered death. And his ability is available for you. His ability can become your ability. That's why Paul said, when I am weak, you are strong. Family, when you feel weak, the Holy Spirit will manifest his strength on the inside of you. You remember the son that had a demon, the father came and he said, Jesus, help my son. He's demon-possessed. And the disciples couldn't deliver him. And Jesus said to the father, if you can only believe, your son will be delivered. And he said, I believe. Help my unbelief. Family, the fact that you right now feel like you cannot believe is not even a stumbling block for yourself or for Jesus or for the working of the Holy Spirit. But that attitude of coming to Jesus in humility and saying, Lord, I know you can deliver my son, but I just don't have the faith right now that you can do it for me. I don't believe that you can do it for me. That humility and sincerity of heart coming and acknowledging that Christ is the one who died, 
Christ is the solution. Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. As you acknowledge that, remember what happened. The Son got delivered. The Holy Spirit is here to help us. He's not embarrassed by your situation. A matter of fact, Jesus is praying that your faith will not fail. God has made a way through Jesus Christ for you into the Holy of Holies. And there's a promise of the Holy Spirit that was made. Remember, Jesus said, the Father is going to send the promise. The promise of the Holy Spirit. When will the Holy Spirit come upon this earth to help us? This promise said when Jesus is glorified. Jesus had to die for the Holy Spirit to be here. Listen to what the Passion Translation says in Luke 24 verse 49. And I will send the fulfillment of the Father's promise to you. So stay here in this city until the mighty power of heaven falls upon you and wraps around you. What is wrapped around you? Family, the Holy Spirit wants to wrap around you. He wants to be your shield. He wants to be your protection. He wants to be your exceedingly great reward. In this time where there's so many impossibilities, things that look so unstable, things that are not constant, God wants to place that stability on the inside of you. He told his disciples and he said, wait, tarry in Jerusalem until you've received power. Do you know what is the heart sore thing? 500 people heard the message to wait in Jerusalem. God's plan was to empower, pour out his spirit, the helper, the comforter on 500 people. But the Bible teaches us only 120 people received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Acts 1 says, wait until you've received power from on high. God wants to empower you. Have you received power from heaven for 2021? Because God wants to empower you. The Holy Spirit wants to help you. Many people even right now in January are busy fasting. And it's very good to fast. But don't do fasting as a religious duty. Because remember, we are talking about a relationship here. We're not here to fast to change God. But fasting changes us. Religion is outwardly. Whereas relationship is inwardly. God is after your heart. We cannot prove Christianity, the power of the gospel, outwardly. Yes, there's many places that we can visit to say that Jesus was here, Jesus lived here, Jesus walked here. But when we talk about the power of the gospel, it's an inward work. The first work of the Holy Spirit is to regenerate your spirit, to link you up with God. The one who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Family, the truth is to have a steady heart in an unsteady world is not all up to God. But we have our part to play. 
God the Father cannot fill what he cannot have. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. The Holy Spirit cannot fill what he cannot have. Have you surrendered your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ? Romans 12 verse 1 teaches us, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Have you presented your body unto the Holy Spirit as a living sacrifice? This is what it's all about. Allowing Him, inviting Him into your heart so that He can dominate and rule your heart. Number two, you have to ask for the Holy Spirit. There's a spiritual mysticism that's entered into the church where we think we don't have to ask God for anything because God knows everything. He'll just do everything. But you have your part to play. Listen to what the Bible says in Luke chapter 11, verse 9. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Can you see the importance to ask every day? Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon me and enter my heart, touch my heart, change my heart. Sir, I can do your will now and forever for Christ to be formed on the inside. Can you see the importance to ask? Many of us don't experience the helper in our lives because we don't ask. Moses said, I'm not entering into the promised land. But he asked the Father for the Holy Spirit, his presence, to go before him. We try and do too many things, enter into too many things without the help of the Holy Spirit. Number three, it's required of us to be obedient to God. Acts 5 verse 32 says that the Holy Spirit is given to those who obey him. Family, make a decision. Allow God's word to become the standard for your life. View all your actions, all your deeds, everything that you are busy with in the light of God's Word. When you do that and you align yourself with God's will, His plans, His purposes, your heart will be steady. Number four, you need faith. Galatians 3 verse 2 says, This only I want to learn from you, that you receive the Holy Spirit by obeying the law or by hearing faith. Family, this is what it's all about. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. Believing that God is working in us and through us. It is the working of the Holy Spirit. Not just seeing his works, 
but learning his ways. Galatians 5 verse 22. Number five, one of the most important things, you need to glorify the name of Jesus. John 7 verse 39 teaches us that the Holy Spirit will come when Jesus is glorified. In whatever you do, glorify Jesus. If you want to talk about 2020, if it's going to glorify Jesus, yes, mention it. But otherwise, talk about the good things that God has planned for you. His faithfulness, His love, His goodness, His mercy. And glorify the name of Jesus. As you glorify the name of Jesus, see the helper will be there to help you, to assist you, to strengthen you. Can you see the importance to allow Jesus to have the rightful place in your heart? I want to close off with this. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Paul writes to the Ephesians and he says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly above all that we ask or think. Family, he is writing to them and he says, You are born again. The Holy Spirit that's working in you and with you and through you is going to do far more abundantly what you can think, what you can imagine, what you can dream. Because remember, he's the one who has gone before you. He's the one busy solving problems for you. He's the one fighting for you. It's his presence in our lives that makes the difference. When you pray and you ask for God to move, God is doing more than what you can see with your natural eyes. You're praying for a family. Son of David, have mercy on my daughter. When that prayer was prayed, it was not only the daughter that got healed and delivered, but a whole household got saved. That's the working of the Holy Spirit. The impossibilities becoming possibilities. He said God is going to do far more abundantly whatever you could think, whatever you could dream. That giant that you are facing, God says he's going to do far more than what you could dream, what you could think. A giant is nothing because you have a friend in the Holy Spirit who disposes of giants. Yes, from a natural point of view, if you had to face this giant, it's no match. But you're not entering this battle in the natural realm. You're finding yourself in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus, where God has the victory already and is enforcing his kingdom plan in your life. The Bible says, through the power working in us. How's God going to do it? The power working in us. The Holy Spirit on the inside of you. What power is this? The power of God himself, his ability that's become your ability. Remember, God has given the spirit without measure. What God can do in you and through you, impossibilities can become possibilities. That from a natural point of view that seems impossible. Peter, do you want to walk in the water? Walk. As he puts his trust in Jesus, his faith in God. It was God holding up the water 
So when Peter was walking, he was walking, and Jesus was the one holding him up. But as soon as he took his eyes off Jesus, looking at the situation, he started sinking. Family, God's power on the inside of you. When you are feeling weak, you can pray and ask, Lord, manifest your strength in my weakness. Verse 21 says, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus. This is the possession of the church. Can you see the power is in the church? I need you like you need me. One puts a thousand to flight, two, ten thousand. When that power starts working together and we come in agreement, whatever we ask, whatever we touch, God says, I'm going to do it. I'm not just going to do it, but I'm going to do it far more abundantly. Whatever you could ask, whatever you could think, whatever you could dream. Oh, family, I want to encourage you. I'm trusting that the Holy Spirit is stirring up faith on the inside of you to start to believe for the impossibilities again. I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about Christian service in the power of the Holy Spirit. We cannot serve Jesus externally. It's required of us to worship him in spirit and in truth, inwardly. That's why people say, God, change my situation, and I'll have stability. I'll have a steady heart. God says, no, I'm giving you a steady heart in an unsteady world so that you can go out and let your light shine and show a dying world, an unstable and unsteady world, that you can be stable in an unstable world, an unsteady world. That's the power of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ working on the inside of us, where impossibilities can now become possibilities. I want to encourage you. God is stirring up your heart. Start thinking and meditating about that promise that God gave you. God has not said it's over. God will finish that which he has started in your life. A matter of fact, he's going to finish strong. As Christians, we need our hearts to be open and to be opened by the Holy Spirit to believe the word of God, the promises of God. If you can believe one promise of God today, it is the promise of the Holy Spirit, the helper that is here to help you, to take you from where you are to where God wants you to be. I want to close with Acts 16, verse 14, and I'm reading from the message translation. One woman, Lydia, who was from Thyatira and a dealer in expensive textiles, known to be a God-fearing woman, as she listened with intensity to what was being said, the master gave her a trusting heart, and she believed. Family, a trusting heart is a steady heart. A God-fearing heart is a steady heart. A heart listening intensely to the word of God is a steady heart. A believing heart is a steady heart. When you believe, remember, all things are possible to those who believe. 
It's an Esther with a steady heart that can walk into an unsteady situation and knowing that God is going to point that golden scepter to her. It's a Mary that hears the word of God, an unsteady world, something from a natural point of view that seems impossible, that says, let it be according to your word. And the Holy Spirit affected her life, and Jesus was born on the inside of her. A Daniel with a steady heart. When the decree was made, you're going to be fed to the lions. He could kneel down three times that day and give thanks to God, give glory to God. Because when God is glorified, Jesus is glorified, we know that the working of the Holy Spirit is there. And God closed the mouths of the lions. And no harm came to him. A David with a steady heart on the battlefield, the giant facing him, knowing that it's not personal, it's not against him, but it's against God. Family, God has not changed his mind concerning you. The plans that he has for you is not changed. A good future, full of hope, a steady heart in an unsteady world. We need to renew our minds for our hearts to be steady. We need to reset our faith and reconsider what we believe about God, our attitude towards God, His trustworthiness. He has not changed. We cannot serve God from the outside, but we serve God from the inside. It is pure thoughts that determine the atmosphere, the mood, the weather condition in your heart. A steady heart in an unsteady world, it's your inheritance. It is your reward as a believer, the Holy Spirit, the helper, the comforter, the one that will help you in 2021 as you allow him and invite him into your life, as you ask the Father, he is faithful and just to help us and to see us through. Your steady heart is an inheritance from the Father, a gift from the Father. Even when we find ourselves in an unsteady world, he said, the peace that I give you is not the peace of this world. It's a peace from heaven so that you can enjoy a steady heart in an unsteady world. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.